What's new, Travis? What's new is we still have, we are going to have a fun episode, but we still have the RHA letter out there. And you guys, this thing has huge momentum, huge steam. I feel like we're the little podcast that could, Nate. Do you feel that way? Yeah, it's kind of uh, crazy how many people and organizations and stuff have signed on just from us being a podcast that talks about stuff. <laughs> Thank you for making that so I didn't have to edit it. Um, <laughs> collectively, some of the organizations, and I hope I don't miss any, but Safari Club International signed on, National Wildlife Federation signed on, National Shooting Sports Foundation sh- signed on, um, Artemis Sportswoman, American Daughters of Conservation, Florida BHA, Congressional Sportsman Foundation signed on, Vanishing Paradise signed on. Collectively, like if you took all their membership, and that's not to say all their members signed that letter, but you're talking about six and a half million stakeholders represented in that kind of in those organizations. Six and a wow. half million. And then when you look at NSSF kind of off to the side, you're talking about an organization that represents they only have eight thousand members, but all eight thousand of their members, almost all, are the the companies that sell firearms, ammunition. So how big are their user bases? So it's a, it was a pretty substantial thing. And then a whole lot of Floridian duck hunters and and folks that are just concerned about the stuff we're concerned about signed on as well. So I was really proud of that. I felt like we should all be proud of that. Like it was a collective team effort. Absolutely. Emily, were you proud of that? I was, you've been working so hard. I don't think people realize the 12 and 15 hour days Travis has been pulling having conversations and sending emails and writing the letter and just the thoughtfulness has been put into it. Yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a huge effort. Yeah. So lots of people we have to thank and everything else, but we'll do that as we kind of move forward. And, but we just wanted to put that out there because the meetings are this week and this is our last episode of the year. So everyone's kind of pumped about that. We're going to have some time off. So Thank you to everyone that's had a part or signed the letter or shared the letter or wrote, helped me write the letter. Michael, Michael Melton, a friend. You, I think, you know, Mike Melton a little bit, Nate, Yeah. Mike Melton. I wrote the letter and then he completely rewrote it with better words. <laughs> so <laughs> played a huge part in that. Dan has been so involved with it from a, from a analytics standpoint or a, an analyst anal, analyzing standpoint. What's the word I'm looking for? Analysis standpoint. There but, you go. Um, so many people like I don't even know if they want to be mentioned or not that have contributed as mentors and giving advice and it's just been a like I said it's been a team effort so uh, thank you to everybody for being a part of that Um, if you don't know by now was removed from the agenda for this week's FWC commission meetings womp 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 is that a womp 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 we've been talking about that is that a womp 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 well okay Without getting any, just what are the facts, right? We knew it was put on the agenda. We took um, some concern with the way it was written. And so you started working on the issue, came up with a rewrite, posted your letter with what you wanted to have happen with all of the signatures, uh, people backing it up. And all the NGOs, which, wow, did they come out of the woodwork? Now, let me ask you this. Didn't you have, did you have conversations where, did FWC host question and answer sessions where you were allowed to try to get more information about what they were trying to do publicly. Yeah. So there had been more discussion around it, but once you submitted your letter within 48 hours, business hours, it was taken off the agenda. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I don't know, but I'm taking it as a win. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe they took off the agenda because they just didn't feel like it this week or, or whatever, but I'm taking it as a win. The, the power of building a coalition. So many organizations like were willing to take my phone call, hear my concerns, but then they didn't just take me at my word. They went and did, I mean, everybody, you always want people to just hear what you say and then go do it. But they went and did their due diligence and asked hard questions and examined it deeper. Mm -hmm. But they took into account the public trust. They took into account access and opportunity and how this folds into R3. And is it easy to understand? And have we seen this issue in other states? And just the thoughtfulness of those guys getting involved, the thoughtfulness of our listeners and folks in the state that were willing to have this hard conversation. Um, how many phone calls and you saw it firsthand. Like It's been weeks of hundred, literally hundreds of phone calls. I can't even imagine how many hours you've spent on the phone. It was a total team effort. I got a lot of people that were like, Oh, thank you so much for working on this. And I appreciate the thanks, but I also am like, yeah, I didn't, I'm not the only guy that was working on this. There's a whole bunch of it people. Is a, working it is on. an army for sure. Yeah, so. for sure. So, so we're taking it as a win and then maybe it'll be on the next agenda. Yeah, that's what we'll see. And then we can gear up and, and we'll, yeah, we'll let you know. We'll keep you guys posted on that. And hopefully um, everybody's still wired up and ready to go when it becomes uh, relevant again. But hopefully we can have some more conversations and steer the ship before it gets to that point. So um, that'll be the only serious thing we talk about, I hope, in this episode. I don't know what your what's new is, Nate. But And before I say what's new to you, I should say Kaylee Grace is here. Hello, Hello. Kaylee Grace. Long time, long time listener many time co-host yes it's been a while it's but just, it's just been a minute for you i'm back <laughs> nate's sister kaylee is here um nate what is new with you do we have a huck date are we, what uh, are we calling it a pup date it's a pup date about our huck huck date huck. pup date about huck date yeah. um <laughs> <clears throat> no uh he he's good he's uh getting bigger and his beard is starting to come in and his little eyebrow longer eyebrow hairs are starting to come in pretty prominently um his paws are big so he's gonna be a he's gonna be tall and uh he's uh he's doing good just being a puppy is is that really the thing that was things. new with you or did like we we make no, you feel bad and you something. had to yeah no no that's it that's your huck date for the day <laughs> pup date about uh what I don't know how we're gonna say that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what's what's actually new with me is uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, on Thursday I leave to go to Real Foot Lake, Tennessee for a duck hunt. Ooh. Oh. And um, so you won't have an update on that until after the first year since this is our last episode of 2020. Um, but looking forward to that. Going with some some guys, uh, and uh, should have a good time. Weather's supposed to be good, and Hopefully we'll get into some birds. Are there birds there? What are the reports saying? Because I'm hearing uh, bad things out of there. They had a they had a really good first split, so I'm hoping that um, okay birds are still there. Good, but hadn't heard anything yet. Okay, but I might get some more information. You know, in the next good deal. Days. Well, if you get breaking news, we'll do a special episode if we need to to update everyone okay. on how Nate's All trip's right. prognosis is based off someone else's idea. Okay, sounds good. Emily, what's new with you? Hey. Hey, how hey. you doing? How you doing? Um, what's new with me is we have a new review. It's actually not a new review. But you haven't been around to read reviews. We've just been like keeping it in our back pocket. I gestured towards my butt as though that anybody listening to this podcast <laughs> could see where the back pocket is. There you go. We're done with the RHA talk. Cool. Um, 
This is from Jay Fury 5 and he posted this the day after me and Travis's anniversary. So he's going to mention that uh, back in November. It's called Public Trust, five stars. Very informative and funny episode. Informative part, discussions about public trust in wildlife management. Funny part, Emily's release was Travis, while Travis's keep was Emily. <laughs> the ending of the show almost brought a tear to my eye, but I realized it was just an eyelash. Happy anniversary, you two. I think I was really quite <laughs> sweet, and probably John Fury was so touched. And then he was like trying to like brush it off as like, that was touching. But I don't want to be, I don't know, you think? I'm remarkably sweet. <laughs> Kaylee, do not laugh at me. Tell us more. I, I just told you. What more do you want me to say? How remarkably sweet I am? Yeah, why don't Kaylee, you just keep talking I've about I've known how you awesome 27 you years, and I would not say you're remarkably sweet. Remarkably but. sweet, like a like a like a sweetened tootsie roll. Wow, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Sort of like a turd, but also <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a turd, but kind of sweet. And we're off. That was good. <laughs> Kaylee, do you have anything new with you? Uh, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. I have Cheez-Its in front of me. I have a McUltra in front of me and three of my favorite people. So, wow. you know, wow. and you're season. vibing in the new studio and I'm in the new studio. In first impressions of the new studio. Beautiful. It's incredible. Right? It is. Just one, of the, one of the top five studios you've seen. Yeah. I'm glad we're not all huddled around one table like yes. we were in the past. <laughs> the <laughs> new studio is each other's COVID air. safe. It really is. Because you can like spread out and be apart from each other. Yeah. But I love still, it. But still record safely. It's a, it's 2020 y'all. It's all in. Here's the deal. Here's what we're doing. If you came for outdoors talk, if you came for conservation talk, now's the time to change the dial. <laughs> because I want you to think of this. This is what I'm going to title this episode is the Cast and Blast Christmas Party. Love because it. what we're doing. I'm not dressed for it. No, you're not. I'm not going to describe <laughs> what you're wearing. Pajamas. <laughs> what, what we are doing today is we are going back to our roots when we used to draft things all the time. And we are drafting Christmas stuff. That's the that's the rules that I gave everyone. <laughs> so this could be anything or everything connected to Christmas in any way, shape, or form. Nate, we drew straws backstage, and believe it or not, prior to the show, you are on an unprecedented straw drawing streak in draft history. <laughs> and Nate gets the first pick. So what we're gonna do is Nate, then Kaylee, then Emily, then me. So that way, because it's kind of the order. Oh, that I we're like sitting in. Mm -hmm. They can't see that, but it'll help us keep it straight. Because I've been accused of skipping people in these drafts before because I did. And also <laughs> missing picks myself because I did. Um, so, Nate, you're on the clock here, brother. All right. I want you to consider yourself so, the Cleveland Browns of Christmas drafts right now. Great. I'm so excited about being the Cleveland Browns. Um, Can I be so, the Chicago Bulls? No. Emily's um, watching the last dance and she, <laughs> she doesn't realize the Bulls haven't rele been relevant in 20 years. But Yeah, well. Um, so for the first pick of the 2020 uh, annual inaugural, whatever we're calling this, Christmas draft. Um, party for the cure. Christmas party. That's right. It's the party. I'm going to go um, Christmas trees. Oh, really? You're going with the chalk yep. pick there? <laughs> yep. Christmas trees we're just talking about christmas things right so christmas trees is one of my favorite things about christmas because i love the way they look i love the way they smell i love the tradition of going and getting one and coming home and decorating it and i just i love everything about christmas trees they're one of my favorite things in the world and we've always we, we grew up having a real tree i've always had a real tree i will hopefully never not have a real tree and 
so yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. Have you seen the thing going around? It's I don't know if it's a meme when it's like a factoid, but it talks about the average lifespan of an artificial tree is six years, but then they live in landfills forever. Right. But Christmas trees are renewable resource that you know you can burn or use for burn for, or biodegrade or yeah, sink you in use a lake it for, or yeah, exactly whatever. So I'd never thought about Christmas plastic Christmas trees being bad for the environment, but being a real Christmas tree person, you're actually a conservationist, Nate. Can I tell you a, a thing I saw on the internet about Christmas trees? Please. They're doing a, a rental. So you would rent a Christmas tree and it comes in um, like a big pot, like a potted Christmas tree and you decorate it and use it for Christmas. And then they come pick it up from your house when you're done and they replant it. They're, I saw that. They're selling you a Christmas That's tree cool. twice. I think it's a brilliant business strategy, but also it's just kind of cool for the environment too. And you can, you can put in to get the same tree every year. Like they'll mark it where you can get it next year after it grew a oh. little bit. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I know. It's kind of fun. It's like your Christmas tree I wonder pet. if they grew like a yeah. 40 years. <laughs> it's like a Chia Christmas tree. Interesting. <laughs> long, long, uh, Kaylee and, and Nate, um, this is going to be a deep cut for Polk County residents all, all, all only. But you guys for long times, you got your Christmas tree from the Sunny's lot in Winter Haven, yes, right? Yes, we would Correct. go to Sunny's for dinner. Does your family mourn that the Sunny's lot hasn't been there in like four years? Like yeah, where did it go? I remember the first year it wasn't there. Like we were like, let's go get a Christmas tree from Sunny's. And we drove to Sunny's. And there was no Christmas tree yeah. tent there. Yeah. Did you and we're like, well, what do we do now? Where do we get our Christmas tree? <laughs> so there was a pang of remorse because I remember for a long time, it felt like there were like bands selling Christmas trees on every corner. And like when I was a kid, it seemed like you could go to lots of places to get Christmas trees. And then all of a sudden, the Sunny's lot went away. And maybe we picked the wrong horse there. Maybe we should have been supporting one of those other, you know, FFAs or something maybe. all along. And now we have to go to Lowe's because I don't know where else to get a Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah, we went to Home Depot this year. It's, it's, yeah, we it's kind of lame. Home Depot not going to lie. Yeah. It's not the same. We it's have, not the same. Because because we have a puppy, we have two little Christmas trees that we put on the end tables Aww. in our living room. I love that. <laughs> Instead of having one that was you know close to the ground and easily accessible for him to grab and chew on and maybe pull on top of himself. So smart. I yeah. have two full grown dogs and every time they walk by our live giant Christmas tree, they put a branch in their mouth and try to pull it down. Oh God. Mm. <laughs> it's real cute. Real cute. Yeah, I bet. Kaylee, you're on the clock. Christmas draft. What are you picking? This will forever and always be on every single Christmas draft ever that I do. I know okay? what this is. NSYNC's Christmas album. Wow. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, you guys. Tis the damn season. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a wonderful Taylor season. Swift reference too. If you have listened to her new album. I, the new album is straight fire, right? Yes. Did you see she released a new song? Yes. Another new song? Of like remix. A remix of Willow? Willow. Oh my yeah. gosh. Anyways. She's on fire. She's she out is. of control. She is out of control. Don't know how we got on Taylor, but Taylor should release a new song every day. Yeah. Or a new album. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite Christmas album since I was like literally four years old. I think I had the CD or cassette tape. I don't remember. One of the two. Love in the love in the room, room from, from the, the floor, floor to, to the, the ceiling. ceiling. It's that time of year, man. And some of those songs I listen to them now. I'm like, my mom let me listen to this when I was six years mm -hmm. old, and it under my tree. Under my is, tree is a it's interesting. A, that's a baby making twenty seven year old <laughs> Kaylee yes, can appreciate it. it. <laughs> Seven year old <laughs> Kaylee is like what? But it's just my favorite Christmas album, um, and I listen to it pretty much all year round. But really at Christmas time. Yeah. No. In sync of the modern Christmas music mm -hmm. that's like top one two three yeah like I, get, I think mariah carey's got to be up there in that discussion of course but like in sync is up there yeah like it's it's top five for sure whatever those are i'm not yeah. sure of them off the top of my head but it's top five for sure so good 
All right, Emily. I have a very vivid memory of the NSYNC Christmas CD. Me and my friend, best friend were driving around Auburndale one day and I, somebody gave me that CD to borrow and I went to put it in the CD player in my car and Chelsea grabbed it out of my hand and threw it out the window and she was like, we don't listen to NSYNC. <gasps> and I was like, are you still friends with her? It was, yeah, we're still very good friends. Oh, it was no. by the Shake Shop. I'll never forget it. It was a message from above. God sent you his love. <laughs> and everything was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> um, okay. I I I didn't understand this draft. No, I thought you new. said the <laughs> best draft for Christmas, so I just I just put Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> ultra is the best draft all year. Round. I know. I was like, well, this is easy. I'm one and done. Um, but I wrote some stuff down while Kaylee and Nate went because then I knew that knew the rules. Excellent. It doesn't matter if the, I know the rules or not because you change them be- right before we start every episode. I change the rules for my picture. And you anyway. never obey the rules. Yes. So it really doesn't matter <laughs> if there which are is, rules What you just not. summed up is our marriage. For anyone listening, <laughs> what you just saw is an insight into Travis and Emily's marriage. Uh, and because we're so far off, like she she didn't understand the rules and I changed the rules nine times out of ten, it's we the same up thing. together. <laughs> yeah. It works out in the end, honestly. Um so my first pick is seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing for sure. Oh my, oh my goodness. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I will say my first pick is being the, fir- being as an adult, being the first one to wake up in the morning and turn on the Christmas lights on the Christmas tree. Oh, the best. Oh, nice. I love that. You just get up and get your coffee in the morning, turn on just the Christmas tree lights and you can sit and like snuggle up and have your coffee. And it's just like a whole little world that you get for just this time of year you don't put the tv on or nothing Mm-mm. just the christmas lights all you need is really your phone anymore these days <laughs> little a, tiktok little instagram TV? little christmas lights <laughs> and a britney and a britney or two yeah <laughs> uh the dogs not, not the spears <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> hashtag free Britney Spears. all right yeah. <laughs> i went with some deep cuts on this okay i tried to go because i know nate's gonna go chalk Right, like he's gonna pick the Easy. five most obvious things, mm-hmm. but that's okay because I love Nate and I know that he, what he's gonna do here. Right. So I went deep cuts and I put down one of if I'm drafting something from Christmas, the best thing I can think of to draft is the roller coaster ride of emotions that occur when you get something. And I don't even know if this still happens to kids because I haven't been seven in a long time, but you get something that requires batteries mm. and you open it. And like, there's all the relatives there and stuff. And so your parents, they want you to be grateful for it, but they don't want you to play with it. But then they'll kind of get it out of the box to appease you. And then you realize it misses battery. It's missing batteries. And somehow someone manifests some batteries in the house. Like they're either (laughs) hidden somewhere. Yeah. They, they're either in a box somewhere or they like the remote control won't work for the next week after Christmas. (laughs) But somehow some batteries materialize and suddenly through the miracle of of, it's the miracle of Christmas. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Um, your thing works. But now it's 515 and it's pitch dark in Florida at 515 on Christmas. But you're outside in the yard. And some of the things I remember this happening with was I got a bes- baseball one time that would tell you how fast you were throwing it. And it had like a little digital watch in it. <laughs> That's amazing. You I just pictured like Travis as a tiny Michael Scott running down the <laughs> Yes, the it's speed. exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> Um, with the baseball in his hand. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going out in the yard. It was pitch black and throwing the baseball like three times because my dad would not let me throw it more than that because we were going to die. Because yeah. it was zero light. Like right. We're throwing a baseball, a hard baseball in the dark. Uh, one time I got a Bigfoot and the 
it was a Bigfoot that they like battled or something and I couldn't play with it and it was terrible. And I got the batteries for that and it saved the day. And then another time, probably the most clutch thing ever, my parents bought me the batteries for this Lobo remote control car from the Sears Wishbook. But, but... Do you guys remember Sears? (laughs) Specifically. And, but they did not get the batteries for the remote control. So they had the batteries for the car, but not the remote control. So you turn on, I don't know if any of you ever had a remote control car, but it would make that little... Like it would just barely start like like it was going to move, but then it wouldn't really move. It was like, it was just, it was, it was animated. It was alive, but not really. (laughs) Anyway, they get that. I remember getting the batteries for that remote control and like the feeling you got when you finally got those batteries and you pressed it and the wheels started to, oh my God, like euphoria. It doesn't get any better than that. So my draft pick is that feeling. Yeah. You just took me way back. Boom. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like we could deep dive into that whole scenario and, and uncover why you hate when things don't work. Yeah, probably. Like it's that probably, is the childhood trauma. That is the root of your frustration with DIY. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Nate, you're on the board. What do you got? All right. So uh, your your pick reminded me of this. And it's I'm going to go a little deep cut here. Um, <clears throat> so I won't go all chalk. Thank you. Um, but uh, it's the feeling like you get up and you wake your parents up. And you're like, hey, it's Christmas. And they're like, it's like 5.30 in the morning or whatever. Godly, Go back to bed. hour. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. They get up and like stumble into the living room and like get your, like us growing up, we had our Santa, quote unquote, Santa toys uh, out unwrapped under the tree. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so you're, we're, we're like, hi, we're like hiding our eyes when we like walk across the hallway or something like that. And like. And so, and it's that just that feeling, and then you're like around the corner, and you're just waiting for your parents to be like, "Okay, it's time, you can come." And it's that feeling of just like waiting and like anticipation of the moment of turning the corner and seeing the presence under the tree, and uh, I, that that's that brings me like so nostalgia feelings and like really like good warm fuzzies inside. So anyway, that's my that's my number two pick. Did, did you ever cheat? Anticipation. Did you ever cheat and peek out there, Nate? I tried not to. I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I ever. I did don't you? think I mm-hmm. ever. Nope. Did that. So two of the Henderson siblings are on this show. It did not peak. And I don't think Matt did either because all three of us want to be surprised. Like I, I remember being at our Homewood house, our old house. Like Matt being little, he was probably like seven or eight. So like he was still like believing all the things, you know. And Nate and I were older, but we would send him because you had to go past the Christmas tree to get in my parents' room. Right. And he would cover the right side of his face. Yeah, and he just would like bolt. shield his face. Yeah, and just yep. bolt. Because none of us, we all wanted to be surprised. I still don't want to know what I'm getting for Christmas. Right. Oh, that's like, awesome. Like, I still am like, if I find out, I will like be so upset. That's awesome. My Nana bought my Christmas present in front of me one year because I was with her and I sobbed. And I was probably like 13 or 14. Like, I was <laughs> too old to really care. This is like therapy for me. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. And <laughs> our parents, like, we're so much, we're so big on tradition in our family that our parents still, like, will make us wait all at the top of the stairs because we're, we're usually together on Christmas. They'll make us wait at the top of the stairs and we'll all run down and, like, look at, and they video us like we're seven again. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, and it's is. like, we're kind of over it, but for them, we just kind of play along. No, that's awesome. That was a good pick, Nate. All right. All right, Kaylee Grace. Um, Another thing that will always be on my draft is Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, come on. Tell me about Bryce and Susan. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, Susan left the big or the old hometown, came back and fell in love. But it they just driven bring Susan me. goes back to her hometown and <laughs> sees her ex boyfriend from high school. He's, and a he's lumberjack. running the Christmas tree store <laughs> in the town that never stops being Christmas. It's called mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the dude's entire family living is based on selling Christmas trees in a town with a population of six hundred people. Right. It's like how many Christmas trees are you selling, bro? Yeah. And someone's flamboyantly gay best friend is yes. gonna help 100 put the two together and the grandpa santa yeah yeah that runs the coffee and someone shop. died yeah. and someone just, slips on the snow it really is just <sighs> the best i bought i have youtube tv and they don't have hallmark channel on there so i literally bought an app that you can watch hallmark christmas movies on for two months just for you know i'm gonna cancel it in january but it just especially working from home just throw that on don't have to worry about it. Is 2021 the year that we're going to do our podcast about this? I hope so. How many okay. years has it been in the making? Like four. four. Okay. Well, you have a whole studio. You can yeah. come do it I now know. for real. We'll just need Cody Gamble to make us a sign that says a podcast in a pear tree. So I we can change can the it. sign out. <laughs> yeah. Like an insert. On whatever we're recording. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Emily, you're on the board. I'm so disgusted with all the talk about Hallmark Christmas movies that I... I just need a second. <laughs> we do this every year. <laughs> it's not a secret. It's not. They're, they're so safe. They, it's so safe. Like, you know exactly what you're going to get. Yes. But I still am intrigued every single time. I, listen, I've even watched a few this year. You're in. I'm, you know, Come on. It's, just, it's Come like on. the season, right? It's the season. Yeah. And let me it's, tell you I'm something. Not, I'm not in. I'm not like 100% in, but I, like, He's in. I don't Yeah, this it. is what it is, right? Our Lord and Savior came to the earth as a tiny baby. So let's watch movies where we know exactly what's going to happen and we set unrealistic romantic expectations for us and our significant Listen, other. I'm a Jesus Juku. Don't we know what happens in the Bible, but we still need reminding? Oh, <sighs> conviction. Boom. Kaylee, let you. me say this too. Can you? That's Netflix? It. That's strike one. <laughs> Netflix tried to get in on the Christmas movie thing yes. and they did okay. But Christmas then, Prince saga was good. That was great. Yeah. But then they started trying to teach me about all kind of other stuff yeah. and like social issues and preaching to me and stuff. Right. And I don't need that in my Christmas movies, y'all. Right. I, I agree just with need you. my Christmas movies. I need Kevin and Sarah to get together. <laughs> right. That's what I need. At the end, <laughs> I need Sarah to break up with her snotty boyfriend, fiance. Uh, Brody. <laughs> yeah. Spelled with an H. Brad. <laughs> 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 He's 100% oh a gosh. corporate lawyer. Emily, please give us a draft pick. I'm not good at Christmas like you guys are. I literally, I wrote down tacos, my friend. Because <laughs> 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 Feliz Navidad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel happier in my heart than people I love and tacos. And that, that can come together at Christmas if you're lucky. So <laughs> <laughs> it can also come together every day of the year. It doesn't matter. Feliz Navidad. Oh my gosh. This is so you get the green and the red sauce. Oh, I Christmas. haven't had tacos, my friend, in so long. There All you right. go. Here you go. Calling at you. Neither. Somebody is going to talk at some point about Christmas music. Well, Kaylee already hit sync, but I feel like somebody's going to bring up Christmas songs. But this is the thing that I love about Christmas songs because they're all centered kind of around Christmas, the birth of Christ. So even if they're Santa Claus related, they're not going to get too far off base. So first, there's no explicit Christmas songs in the in the mainstream world, no. right? Mm. But the under my tree, <laughs> it's like we it's like we have this whole yeah. But even those like shimmy down my chimney mm. and all that stuff, like it's it's kind of vague. It's like double entendre, but not really. Yeah, it's not right out there. We have like this whole sub language for Christmas. Like these are these words that all of us in the English language all use for like six weeks a year. Like jolly, mistletoe, holly, merry, 
nativity, mm-hmm. like wreaths. We we talk yeah. about that stuff. Jingle. How often mm-hmm. do you use the word jingle? Never, except at Christmas time. And I got some lyrics I pulled out. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. Christmas. Who says love light gleams anymore? No one. So Christmas songs are like a time machine. We say yeah. they're timeless, but they really are like a time machine. They take us back to a simpler time where the treetops glisten and children listen. Be good for goodness sake. Who says sake anymore? No one. <laughs> My dear, we're still goodbying. Bowels of holly. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. May your days be merry and bright. It's like Mayberry is crossed with Jerusalem. And I like that. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, Mayberry cross nice. with Jerusalem. I like that. Yeah. Put that I on like a card. That would be such a cool like b- band just for Christmas of like Taylor Swift and Panic at the Disco doing a Christmas album. Mayberry in Jerusalem. You know what Taylor Swift needs to do? <laughs> she needs to dump Bon Iver, Iver, whatever his name is. Bon like, Iver. I don't love him on her stuff. We need to put a stop I agree with you. Should we Did make a Taylor know? Swift podcast episode? I feel like we've I brought feel, her up I, a few I feel times. Like we should. Did you know that Taylor Swift is on Travis's celebrity list? Like his, yes, his, his, his adult his list. Hall pass? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Interesting. <laughs> I found that out the other day. I was like, wow. I'd be all right with that. Okay. I, I love Taylor Swift. I have no problem with it. I don't feel like it might never More happen. More than anyone in the world. <laughs> Nate, what is your pick? That was my pick. Is, is, the, is the... The words we use... The, just the, the whole language, language changes. Yeah. Vocabulary, yeah. Yeah. And no one talks about it. We and just no, we morph just ex- into it. We morph into it and we all are like, Merry Christmas. Right. Like that's a weird phraseology. Yeah. The rest of the year, you don't say Merry anything. Eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. You like know, you, just you, you don't, but it's not a phrase you say every time you see someone. So, no. all right, now yeah. you're up. Uh, sticking with the music theme, I'm going to go with uh, Nat King Cole's Christmas song. Oh. <sighs> Chestnuts roasting the, on an open fire because it's the best Christmas song, probably out there. Ooh, with Ooh. like, Ooh. just like across the board, I feel like it's like as soon as I hear the like violin start on the song, I like okay, I'm in Christmas mood now. Really? This time. Yep, that's the that's one. The that's song the that song that gets you in the Christmas spirit. Gets me in the mood. Yep. Mine would be. I'm just gonna. I feel like we'd all need to go around and say yeah, what gets little, us in little, the Christmas. Little sub draft here. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is, um, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Oh, you're not talking about the original. You're talking about the one from Home Alone. Yes. The Rennells or somebody sing that? Yeah. Mine is Sleigh Ride. The one that's like fully instrumental. Yeah, you've always loved that song. I love that song. Because we played it my high school senior year in band. Yes. And I love that song. And because we played it in band, I know like all the little parts of it. I hate to tell all of you that you're wrong, but... You're all wrong. Here comes in your Mariah opinions. Carey. No, that's not the that's not the <laughs> song. There was a song before that song that is the is still the greatest Christmas song of all time, and it's "Baby, Please Come Home" with Darlene Love. When oh, I hear that song, that it's Christmas. One. Like that song, I don't know how Darlene Love was not the Taylor Swift of her time because that song maybe that song was too big. Maybe, maybe she just peaked too early. Can I throw I out? I sang like four songs in this podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> providing vocals. Do you think anyone's <laughs> listening at this point? <laughs> no. Can I tell you, I had a Facebook memory pop up this week of us driving around with the kids looking at Christmas lights and Will was so little. And he said, hey, can we listen to the song about how we killed someone? And it was. And, and we were all like, 
what? And it was Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Where I tell my mom I killed mama, someone. I ki- <laughs> mama, I killed a man. Right, I killed a man. Right. <laughs> and somehow that came on one night when they were looking at Christmas lights and Will associated that with Christmas lights. That's Love awesome. Love it. I already am. No, that was Nate, right? See, I did that it. Yes. Yeah, and then Nate. I made a draft. That was the, we did a and we did a mini draft. draft. Yeah. No, okay, it, so it's Kaylee's turn. In all fine. seriousness, though, everyone has their own favorite Christmas song. And I think that's what makes Christmas so awesome yeah. because they're all freaking awesome. Yeah. Like I have like Christmas and then I have like Jesus Christmas yeah. song, you know, like I have one right, for right. each category, but, but there's no, there's no like for a Christmas song to have staying powers or Christmas song. It's good. Yeah. Like, so they're all really good. Yeah. There's not like the bad ones just don't stick around. Right. That's why we have 27 iterations of Rudolph. Yeah. All right. right. Go ahead. Um. So, one that kind of came up this year. I've always loved decorating the house for Christmas that like, I just look forward to that, but I am living with my cousin now. So we have our own house. What up, Aaron? Yeah. Hey, Aaron. Um, and so it was extra fun to like go get a Christmas tree with her and like make it our own thing and buy just little things to decorate our house. And we didn't go crazy, but it, I love turning on our lights in the morning and like mm-hmm. just sitting there and we all, we have presents wrapped under our tree already and stockings and stuff. It's just, it was cool to do that with her That's and like, time. yeah, it's just not something I've ever experienced. It feels so. very grown up the first time you get your own Christmas yeah. tree, right? Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do when we uh, part ways, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get an artificial tree? No, we got a real tree. You got a real we tree. We went with my parents. So we all went together Aww. and- to Lowe's. Ma- or Home Aaron Depot. and I, Home Depot. Aaron and I got ours and they got theirs. So nice. All right, Gills. I'm going back to, is this my last pick? No, we can keep going. We'll do one more. Yeah. You'll run out before everyone else. <laughs> we, no kidding. But uh, going back to the music theme, I will say, and we don't get to do this this year, but uh, church cantatas oh, for yes. Christmas. Yes. I, yes. Mm, Here for it. Just, it's just magic. Because they always do some medley of the hymns that everyone knows yes. from Christmas yeah. songs. Yes. Like, like they'll do the first Noel or whatever, and the audience gets to sing along. Yes. Or and I, I will that. sit in the pew and cry. It's, Just cry. They do that for the user experience, I think. Like, they know. They <laughs> know the that UI, they need the UI, UX yeah. portion of the yeah. service. Yes. For sure. <laughs> this section of Christmas Katatas brought to you by Two Fish Creative. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really good one. All right. Um, Here's what I got. I got a bunch. The feeling you get, the feeling, I'm all about feelings at Christmas. Yeah. The feeling you get when you get the gift that someone wanted but didn't know you would get them. Mm. So like, oh, Emily, you have the best example of this with my mom. I'll let you tell it in just a second. Okay. But I'm talking about, like I know what my wife wants. But, and, and so I'm trying really hard to surprise her and I hate, I do Christmas lists every year. The grandparents yeah. ask for them, Emily asks for them and vice versa. But I really want to get something that she didn't even know she wanted. But when she opens it, you remember Leslie note, Ben Wyatt making the face, yeah. like you make that face yeah. whenever you get surprised with the gift. I want that feeling at Christmas, like to give them that gift. Yeah. So do you want to tell them the story of my mom and you got her that thing that. Yeah, this is our first Christmas as a married couple. Uh, your mom, his mom, told me like whenever we were dating that she had this contraption in the kitchen from her mother. It's called a muli, and it was like a handheld shredder from the fifties, forties, 
and all the parts didn't work and she couldn't really use it. And, um, she always wanted to get the parts to be able to use it. So, and I am so bad at Christmas. You guys, if you can't tell from this she's, episode, she's so bad at Christmas, but this, I guess I just really wanted to impress my mother-in-law <laughs> and I remembered, and I found one on eBay in the box brand new for like 30 bucks or something. It wasn't expensive. It wasn't. And so I wrapped it and she is a self-proclaimed like Christmas aficionado. She can guess anything anybody's giving her. So for month, for like a month, it sat under our tree and she would come over and shake it and try to guess what it was. <laughs> and she couldn't guess it. And then when she opened it Christmas morning, she just burst into tears and she was so excited. Um, and she's like, nobody's ever gotten me like that. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. I, I haven't done that to anyone since it's you, been 10 well, years. <laughs> listen, I haven't, I feel like with our family, we've been pretty much like this is my Christmas list. And I usually give like way more than I know I'm going to get so that I'm somewhat surprised a lot about like what people choose. But when Catherine came along into our family, she will remember something you said yeah. 17 months ago and like in passing, like, oh yeah, I might want to get one of those and she'll remember it. That's the, that's the feeling I'm you. going for. Right. That's, that's what you want. Catherine's the only one in our family that can really pull that off. Dad has a couple times with random stuff, but like Catherine is so good at remembering random stuff. And then it just shows up and you're like, I didn't even know I needed this, but I totally need it. You know, Emily got me that leather bag that's hanging behind you. She got me with that too one Christmas. Mm. Like that was a thing that I never would have bought myself. I thought that's ridiculous. I wanted it so bad. Like I looked at it every day yeah. on the mm -hmm. internet. He talked yeah. about it all the time. Talked about it all the time. And she got it for me for Christmas and blew my mind. So it's a good feeling. Anyway, it doesn't have to be a major gift like that was, but it, it's something you right. just want to surprise people. So that's the thing. Stop drafting that feeling too. All right, Nate, you're up. I think Christmas cookies, food, just food oh, at Christmas time. That was my like it's just it's it's Thanksgiving, but it's different, right? Because it's like a lot of the same <laughs> kind of things get circulated, right? So people have turkey at Thanksgiving. Some people have turkey at Christmas too. Uh, some people have ham at Thanksgiving, and they'll have ham or vice versa, flip flop. But it's all the same. Like it's on the same level, right? Meal wise, it's like all the, yeah, it's like. You get the you get all the casseroles you like. You get all like the desserts you like. You get all like the main main dishes you like, and and then just on top of it being around people that you love and family and stuff, it just makes it so much better. Um, and then plus like you know hot chocolate and all like the boozier like Christmas drinks that are yeah. out there that are like really good. And so I don't know. I just Christmas food. I'm just gonna kind of take out take all the food Christ christmas really is good. also really good because you can get away with the standing rib roast at christmas yes which is yes. a which is a whole nother level oh yeah at the time mm -hmm. of this recording is on sale at Publix, 5.99 a pound but yeah i'm with you on that i i think the food at christmas is actually better than the food at thanksgiving mm -hmm. i'm gonna say it because i feel like in my family at least at thanksgiving you're more confined to the turkey world right and right. at christmas it seems more acceptable to branch out from the turkey world yeah you can get a little creative right so because, yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving is called Turkey Day. Let's right, be honest. Right, you have to have turkey. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kaylee, you're up. Um, I'll piggyback off Nate with food, like Little Debbie Christmas trees. Oh. You know, like the limited edition food. So Little Debbie Christmas trees, I think of Reese's Christmas trees. Um, and then the white chocolate covered Oreos. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my oh, man. Gosh. Those, Those have so been good. my favorite forever. I remember your mom always having them at yes. her house, Travis. And so stuff like that. And like Christmas cookies, like my friend's mom made a bunch of cookies and like sent them home with me the other day. I don't need to eat cookies right now, but you know what? Tis the season. I'm eating them and it's so good. <laughs> um, 
dark, uh, so, somebody, I can't remember who it was that we know makes the chocolate dip pretzels. Yes. Oh, so so good. good. But for store-bought, the other one I would add in is the peppermint chocolate Milano's from Pepperidge Farm. Ooh. Oh, so good. Yes. I love like mint. And Publix has like a peppermint chocolate something or other uh, ice cream. That's really good. Mm. Like Ooh. a limited edition. The yeah. other one that I would mention is of all the, I'm a Nestle's Crunch guy. Yeah. Big fan of Nestle's Crunch. Of all the candies, the Nestle's Crunch Bells are the best of the Nestle's Crunch family. Like if you compare them to the eggs or the whatever you have at Halloween, the Bells have the right consistency. Like Ooh. they're the right thickness and yeah. crunch and all. Oh, yeah, they're the bomb. Love that. All right, Gills. Oh, I'll do one. I'll do a sweet one for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, probably just Christmas morning because our Christmas morning is a little non-traditional. Our kiddos are usually with their mom. Yep. And so... It's kind of sweet because our Christmas mornings are always just the two of us. So we just try to take advantage of it and have our own little breakfast and spend a little bit of time together. And We've gone duck hunting on Christmas morning before. Yeah, we just have to make it our own thing. And it's it's bittersweet because, of course, we'd love to have our kids on Christmas morning. But we make the best of we it. We make the best of it. And it's always been fun. So. We also recognize they get they deserve time with their mom. Oh, and that's yeah. a special day for her, too. So <laughs> Hashtag blended family. <laughs> make yeah. it work. Make it work. All right. Um. I'll give you, I'll I'll give you this one. New books. Like it feels like that's always been kind of a Christmas thing. I know that you've gotten those for Christmas. You've gotten those for Christmas. I know Nate has. Like that's the only way his parents get him read was give him Christmas (laughs) books. Um, (laughs) But like, I don't know that kids are going to know this in the future because we go to e-readers and everything else. But the, you get a new book for Christmas and you're like excited and you flip through it like right there. And then, like you set it aside, and you go into your your other stuff, your toys, your 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 hunting paraphernalia, your clothes, whatever. And then, like two or three days later, after the hustle, you pick the book back up, mm-hmm. and it's like you get a Christmas gift again, yeah. like a couple of days later, and you you didn't even like it's like a bonus, it's like bonus drink, it's like, like second, yeah, second drink, it's like second yeah. drink. Yeah, I was it. thinking the same thing. So it's like it's like second Christmas that you get with a little whenever you get a book for Christmas because you get it a little bit later. Yeah. And sometimes like maybe you're reading something right now and you put it on a shelf and you pick it up and you're like, Oh yeah, I got this for Christmas. And yeah. so-and-so gave it to me. Hmm. I love books for Christmas. All right, Nate, do you have any more? Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about Hallmark movies, but like other Christmas movies as well. Uh, like, you know, elf home alone, um, Christmas story, uh, national lampoons, Christmas vacation, you know, all the classic Christmas movies that are, out about and we only watch for a month right it's it's another thing we only watch those movies during this time and um i don't know i just like sitting down and and picking one out and watching it and you know stuff like that can i camp out here for just a second yeah let's do you want to comment before i do no i'm with you and there's some new like on even on netflix like they have a really good holiday movie selection i've been watching way more holiday movies this season than i ever have i don't know we've just how is that possible i don't know (laughs) Me and Aaron will just it's sit. Work from home, probably. It's uh, work from it's, home. It's 2020. And mm-hmm. me and Aaron will just be like, let's watch a movie tonight. And we'll pick one, a random one. Here's the thing that I wanted. To, this was one of my draft picks. So we're done with the regular draft now. These are free agents. But I wrote down lesser known Christmas movie characters. Hmm. And it's because, like, like pick a movie. Uh, pick a movie, like a, a recent Moneyball. You see Moneyball. And I haven't seen it in a long time. But you see Moneyball. And there's excellent acting in it and there's excellent characters in it, but they don't come up every year at the same time to where you discuss them again. Mm -hmm. 
but Christmas movies do. So you all know Bruce Willis at Die Hard, or you all know Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or or Bing Crosby and White Christmas. But the secondary and tertiary characters, like when I say Yukon Cornelius, everybody knows who that is. Like when I say the Heat Miser, everybody knows who that is. Um, I wrote down a whole bunch of them. Burgermeister Meisterburger. He's also from the... Don't the know Rudolph, who that is. He's from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No idea. Yeah, television I don't, I don't watch like the classics. Okay, it's because I'm older <laughs> than you guys are. Yes. Uh, Emily Hobbs. You know who that is? Nope. That's the mom from yeah, Elf. Yeah, from Elf. That's Walter Mary Steenburgen. Hobbs' yeah, wife. Walter Hobbs' wife, Mary Steenburgen. Oh, yeah. I She's know married her. to Ted Danson. Um, Ralphie's mom. Mrs. Mrs. Walker. Yeah. Like, I hate a Christmas story. But she's awesome. Yeah. And like she, she, I know. Christmas story is so bad because I think it's through the perspective of that kid. How yeah. you always remember things worse. Like we talked about with the Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. But I think Mrs. Walker was actually cool. Um, Reginald Vell Johnson. Sergeant Powell from Die Hard. Like I just love the secondary characters yeah. in Christmas movies because it's like I forgot the mom and the Santa Claus existed. For like three years. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I love her. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she appears awesome. and she's on there for like five minutes. And yeah. she still loves Tim Allen a little bit, even though they had to get divorced. And right. I just, I love the secondary characters in Christmas movies. Because like Nate said, they come back every year. Right. All right. Yeah. I have, did, you, did you have any more, Nate, that were on your list? Uh, that you, was about it for okay. me. I just uh, have one more yeah. thing. Um, And it's weird this season because like we can't all hang out all the time. Like normally I have a lot of stuff leading up to Christmas, you know, parties Christmas and parties stuff. And, yeah. Like, but I think the older I get, the more I appreciate just like being with my family. Cause our Christmases growing up were like, we would do our family thing and then we would go to one grandparent's house for lunch and then Nana's house for dinner. And so our whole day was spent just like going, going, going. And then obviously people get older and pass away. So things it changes change. the dynamic, but now we just get to send, spend time at our house. Like Nana will come over or whatever, but we sit at home and just like, it's slow. We're not rushing to get anywhere. And the fact that Nate doesn't live here anymore and Matt's not here either. It's just like the, when we are together, it's so much sweeter. And mm-hmm. so it's just, I look forward to that part. I mean, we could do gifts or not do gifts. I don't really care. I mean, gifts are great, but I'm also at the place in my life where if I need something, I normally just go and buy it. But I'm just so looking forward to all of us being together. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Anything else? Do you have any other free agents? Nope. Do you have anything else? I have one more free agent. Okay. It's being the person that goes and rearranges other people's Christmas lights in their yard. <laughs> Especially if it's like the deer. <laughs> yeah. Into inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. Things. That's one of my like most favorite things to, to see when we go look at Christmas lights is somebody <laughs> pranking somebody else. And Emily is, is noted for when Will was younger, she went into a, uh, kidnapping caper of her father santa claus uh, that's with true. will it was they a, would, it was frosty the snowman uh not Fro- frozy well it was frosty but then we got a ransom note and he misspelled frosty as frozy and so <laughs> the this the snowman became known as frozy <laughs> he's been he's been kidnapped a few times over the years and will always delights in it and it's always difficult because you're my, my father, dad's insane. So he, ha- he has like cameras yeah. everywhere on his property. So you have to know where they are and how to get around them. And that's, it's legit. That's like, a nice challenge. It's like Ocean's <laughs> 11. <laughs> like she's got a harness on, dressed in all black. And like there's, there's walkie talkie. Awesome. Yeah, everything like, has to time exactly right. right to, yeah. Oh my gosh. The camera's going to swing this way at that time. <laughs> the last thing I had, I can't believe Nate didn't say this. I thought that he would. That's why I skipped it. His new hunting and fishing stuff. 
Like oh, there's yeah. just something Duh. cool. We've talked about this a lot before on other, I don't even remember when, but I know we've talked about it on the podcast. Like the idea of prepping for the hunt is sometimes better than going on the hunt and like prepping for the fishing trip sometimes better than going on the fishing trip or it's an equal part of it. Let's put it that way. Right. There's something about on Christmas morning, my dad always in my stocking, there will be white bucktail jigs that I won't use till the summer. But like, I'll take them out of my stocking. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I can't wait till it's warm outside and I go snook fishing on the beach yeah. or he'll put top water baits in there or a, a cheap pair of hunting gloves or something like right. just little things like that. And you get them, you're like, oh, this is, I needed this or thermocell refills, like just, just stuff like that. It's like, oh, I love that stuff. So yeah, me too. All right. Well, I feel like we have thoroughly exhausted Christmas and 2020 hmm. as a podcast. This was the year that we did the Tiger King episode. Did you know that? That feels oh, like a lifetime ago. Sure does. Nate, wow. Do you have anything you want to add? Do you have anything you need to, to sew up or anything else? Uh, ready for 2021. Yeah, same. Uh, we still have T-shirts available if anybody wants a last-minute Christmas gift. And they're usually there in a couple of days. I'm not going to say we can guarantee them by Christmas because... Who knows? I ain't full service retail, y'all. Yeah. We don't guarantee anything <laughs> in 2020. But if, if you still want that last minute gift or the podcast listener in your life, be sure to check out the Cast and Blast Florida store. And if you want to give us a gift, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on the show. That would be the best Christmas gift you could give us. Make sure you write something down and we'll read your review on the show. And instead of staying woke, why don't you stay merry and bright? Merry Aww. Christmas. Happy holidays. Wow. Merry Christmas. <laughs>